Welcome, everybody, to The World is a Mess. I just want to steampunk it. This is episode 61. And I am your host, Steampunk Star Raisin. I'm here in North Hollywood, California. And I'm with my co-host, Daniel Bertison. And he is in, and he's in Bellwood, Ontario, Canada. Anyway, so... I just got back from uh, the Cinemark in North Hollywood, and uh, I, I, I got a matinee, which was a lot cheaper than waiting till the evening. And I saw, I went to the 250 showing of uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, it had gotten some mixed reviews. I know beyond the trailer, didn't really like it, but I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it did have some flaws, but I, I thought um, it pleasantly surprised me. It almost feels like Sam Remy brought in like some of the the demons from Evil Dead. It kind of feels like a crossover with Evil Dead. What did you think of uh, Doctor Strange? Uh, I loved it. Uh, it was so good. I mean, it was it was nice, but you know, I was hoping for more cameos and more universes. You know, well, and I just. I thought it was unbelievable that Scarlet Witch was able to kill Professor X. Oh, spoiler alert. If those of you hadn't seen it, this is a spoiler review. I thought, I thought, it. you know, uh, when I was in the audience, the audience cheered when they saw Patrick Stewart as Professor X. But the, the problem is, is that they, he got killed relatively easy by the Scarlet Witch. And that was kind of a little bit of a letdown. But yeah, that's, it seems like that's all that Professor X ever does nowadays in the last two movies that he was in, he dies. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, and she essentially went full evil and she killed the entire Illuminati or almost everybody of the Illuminati except for that one guy in the green suit. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was really surprised. I thought Based on the first trailer, the first teaser trailer, I thought maybe it was going to be Doctor Strange, evil half that was going to be the main villain. Evil Doctor Strange was in there, the one that had the dark hold, but he was only a bit villain, you know, that was only in the film for a few minutes. Um, Scarlet Witch was pretty much the main villain of the film, and she killed so many people. She went full like Anakin Skywalker. You know, she went from being a good guy to being a bad person, a good person to a bad person. Yeah, she started killing everybody at Carmartage, you know, Carmartage, I don't know how you pronounce it, but um, yeah, she killed everybody there just to get to to America Chavez. And uh, like, and then she followed, well, yeah, she followed Doctor Strange through the multiverse and she found exactly where he was. In what in, in what universe he was in, and he and she used a dark hold to, you know, to um, take over that Wanda in that universe. Yeah, that was interesting, and it kind of contradicts what they had said in uh, WandaVision. They said that she was a Nexus being, so that means that she was the Scarlet Witch, and there was no variance of the Scarlet Witch that she would be the same 
person in every universe, but apparently not. Apparently there's other versions of Wanda. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I think they, they travel to like, they, they're from Earth 616, that's the main universe. Yeah. And um, I think they travel to Earth 893 or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it was interesting. Um, overall, I would give the movie like an eight on a scale of one to ten. I did think at the end when he got the third eye that it was a little bit hokey the way they did it. It was it kind of reminded me of an Evil Dead movie with the you know the cheesy, yeah. the dark humor. Um, wait a second. Wait a second. The, the the Illuminati Earth was eight was Earth eight three eight. Okay. Yeah, A38. Um, I know uh, that they were in the comics, but I didn't read those comics that had the Illuminati, so I'm not that familiar with the Illuminati and the Marvel comics uh, and what I like, saw in this movie. I don't know. Do you think that was the Fox X-Men Earth, the one that, that Patrick Stewart was on? They're sent, they, they said they were going to show the Fox X-Men Earth. I'm not sure. Well, it could be because Logan was in a different universe, different timelines. So. Yeah, definitely. Because remember, remember what he said. Remember, he said like, like if it, you know, like if someone stumbles and lost, loses their way, it doesn't mean they're lost forever. That's the same line that he said in Days of Future Past. Yeah. Uh, so it must be the same Earth. It must be. That was such an anticlimactic end to Professor X, and I just. Professor X, at least in the comic books, is a very powerful character because even though he's physically frail and in a wheelchair, he has mental telepathy and can take control of people's thoughts and minds. And uh, she just seemed to beat him really easy. And uh, yeah, it's such a shame that he kind of went out like a bitch. But I mean, it was still cool. And um, the audience in the theater definitely liked it because when they saw Patrick Stewart return as Professor X, which nobody thought he was going to do, uh, everybody got excited. Uh, and I thought he was only going to have like a one line or a two line cameo, but he had a, a small supporting role, but he got killed off relatively quick. He was only in the movie for like maybe five minutes. But um, but yeah, I thought it was pretty entertaining, pretty good. I loved the visuals, the visuals with the multiverse was very interesting. It reminded me of like a Salvador Dali painting, um, very surrealistic. Uh, yeah, there were a lot of really fine touches, artistic touches to this film, especially in the aesthetics. Uh, America Chavez, I'm not very familiar with her character, but she was pretty cool, pretty cool introduction with her character that she, her power is she can open up portals to other universes. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she also has some kind of like energy punch power as well. Like she had charged fist, was able to punch Wanda. Yeah. But, um, uh, did you see? There was also a universe they went to where they were they were like you know they were like paint. Remember that? Yeah, I saw that. And she said, "Like, don't go to that universe. It's very hard to eat there." Yeah, that was that was kind of funny. Yeah, so like they went to a, a lot of different universes, and I liked it. But the thing is, um, I know it was, this movie was only like an hour and fifty five minutes on on B flicks, you know, without the without the credits, it was an hour and fifty five minutes. 
way too well, short. Well, there's there's two end credit scenes, so yeah, way way too short for like like for a movie, one hour and fifty five minutes. A, a movie should be at least two hours and ten minutes or something, right? The actual movie. Uh, it all depends. Depends how much story you have. And you know, you know, okay, I I went on Den of Nerds and they promised so many things. That they didn't deliver. Like they said, oh, we we're going to go see uh, Doctor Strange was going to assemble a multiverse Avengers team with Eric Bana as the Hulk and Wesley Snipes played and uh, Johnny or Nicolas Cage as Ghost Rider. It never happened. None of that well, ever happened. Well, instead, you got a crossover with the Evil Dead universe because it seems like all the evil spirits, it kind of reminds me of an Evil Dead movie. In oh, a yeah. Lot of ways. You can you see Sam Raimi's. Yeah. You see Sam Remy's influence definitely. Mm-hmm. Wait, uh, and I was a little worried with him directing because he did such a disaster as Spider-Man Three, but he seems to have redeemed himself mostly in this movie. Although I thought the way that the uh, Doctor Strange like collapsed in pain and then he's got a third eye, that was very Evil Dead-like sense of humor, really cheesy. Uh, and then I don't, I don't know who that one character was at the end. Um, where she's like in that purple costume and she appears. Oh, that was Clea. That was that. That was Clea. You know, that's um, that's uh, Doctor Strange's future love interest in the comics. Oh, okay. That um, that was played by what's her name? Uh, Charlize Theron. Oh my yeah. god, she is gorgeous in this movie. And when I saw her, I was like, Ooh, that is so nice. That is so. Okay, okay. And uh, yeah, no, I don't know. I uh, remember what she said at the end. She said, like, you know, she's like, um, you, you know, Dr. Strange, you caused a bunch of incursions. You got to help me stop them. So that means he's going back into the multiverse. That is so cool. I hope he does. Number three. I hope so, too. Um, I, wonder where, you know, yeah. I wonder where the Marvel Universe is going to go next from here with Wanda being dead or presumably dead. Yeah, well, no, uh, Elizabeth Olsen signed a contract for more movies, so I don't think she's dead. Well, there might be, you know, you know, Wanda from another universe that's still alive. It, it's possible. Maybe, like, maybe there was an incursion on a different Earth, and maybe she made it to the MCU. It's possible. Yeah, it is entirely possible. But, you know, like, oh, oh, my God, it's like so cool. Like this movie was a bloodbath. It was like Wanda killed so many people in this movie. And. Um, like we were talking Black Bolt. Yeah, remember? she was relent relentless, like she was just killing people left and right. Like, remember, remember Black Bolt? He, she she sealed his mouth shut. And yeah, I was that was very like she defeated him pretty easy. Yeah. I hate see I hated it. I really hated it when I was happy when she killed John Krasinski's Mr. Fantastic because I'm just um hold on. Mm. Uh first you of okay? all, okay? What's going on? Oh yeah. That was just a little bit of acid acid reflux. But um okay, like first of all, Mr. Fantastic. I don't understand why people like the Fantastic Four so much. I, I just don't care about the character. And, um, oh my God, John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic has been, everybody's shouting, we want John Krasinski as Mr. Fantastic. Dude, I mean, I, I'm just so sick and tired of it. So that I was so happy when Wanda killed him, right? Now this is something I can tell Joe. I'm like, hey, Joe, you like Fantastic Four and you can't stop talking about it? Well, guess what? 
Wanda killed Mr. Fantastic. Well, they've so, never like, really done a proper Fantastic Four movie. I mean, the last one was a disaster. It was a, a epic box office bomb. And it was just, it wasn't really that good of a story. And um, the previous two Fantastic Four movies before that, before the reboot, were just kind of mediocre at best. I really didn't like, I liked the way they portrayed Doctor Doom in the previous Fantastic Four movies, but uh, I didn't like his voice. His voice was too high pitched. He didn't sound evil or menacing. And I didn't like how they had made a different version of Dr. Doom where he doesn't build armor, or use technology, just he's mutated and the armor is a part of him physically. Um, yeah, they haven't really done a proper version of Dr. Doom and they haven't really done a proper version of Fantastic Four. I, I would hope to see that with the MCU version. We'll see going forward. Mm-hmm. But we shall see. Um, but overall, I thought it was a good movie. I thought it was very visually entertaining. Um, uh, it was darker and edgier than I expected and bloodier than I expected. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a pretty good movie. Amer- America Chavez was an interesting character. Uh, I'm glad that they introduced her. It's a little bit younger uh character i I think the character has only been around since like maybe the 90s or the early 2000s uh yeah i think i think so you know um yeah i think i think it's kind of cheesy that they had to call i know i remember when the character came out me and joe and everybody were talking about this you know when the character came out okay the character's only been around since 2011 i haven't read a lot of comics recently okay she's an interesting character so yeah like, why do they have to call her America? It's, it's so stupid. It's like, it's like, well, because oh. America is the continent. North America yeah. and South America are continents. No, I know that, but calling a person a country is stupid, in my opinion. Well, it's not a country. America is also a continent. Yeah. We, we, uh, in the United States, we are called the United States of America. That is the country, the, the U.S., the United States of America. But yeah. America is also a continent, independent mm-hmm. of whether it's a country or not. Because um, the North American continent contains multiple countries, including Canada, Mexico, you know, Honduras, all the countries of Central America. And then you have South America, of course. You have the Americas. So there's nothing wrong with calling somebody America. I have no problem with that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I just, I mean, the character is pretty cool. You know, she can, she can travel the multiverse. I, apparently Dr. Strange cannot. I thought he would learn how to do it eventually, but because from what we learn in Dr. Strange one, they get their powers from the multiverse. Apparently the ancient one can travel the multiverse. At least it was implied. Okay. Well, so yeah, he's able know. to travel the multiverse now. So, well, no, no, he's not able to travel. The, well, he was with America with with America's help, but now, yeah. but he can't do it alone. So, yeah, and he tried to take her. No, remember, Defender Strange tried to take her power, right? Yeah, but he failed. He was killed. 
and um, you know. Yeah. Um, no, it was interesting. Um, but yeah, I thought it was a good entertaining movie. Um, any other uh, last words about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness before uh -huh. we move on to... Um, Oh, I will say this, because I know beyond the trailer, she had mixed feelings at the movie. She really didn't like it. But I did like how Wanda, you could, you, there was that scene where she dreamed about her kids, and then she woke up, and then her kids weren't there, and she became really depressed. And I think her depression combined with the dark hold is a reasonable explanation why she went mad and just went crazy and started murdering people left and right i mean it, you know it doesn't justify it of course but but you could you know the dark hole definitely corrupted her but anyway moving on uh so any last words before we move on to the next topic um like i, I don't like how they killed off dr strange no no that's right uh her ex i don't like that and um yeah, that was very anticlimactic, and it made uh, Professor X seem not very powerful. I mean, this is his final performance. That's it. Like he, he this is his final performance, and like, oh, that's just like you know, whatever. I hope I hope we see him in Secret Wars if they do it. I mean, they could get uh, Hugh Jackman and another Professor X as in Secret Wars, but I don't know if he would. I hope so. Well, I think what you could do is you could make a latex dummy replica of Professor X and then just put the re latex replica dummy in a wheelchair and then just dub it over with a mic. And there you go. You can have, uh, yeah. you can have a likeness of Patrick Stewart playing Professor X for an unlimited amount of time. Yeah, that'd be cool. Anyway, I was being sarcastic, but yeah. Uh, anyway, so I guess we'll move on to the next topic. Uh, the season finale of Picard, season two, episode 10. It was um, kind of sad, but in a disappointing way. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm hoping season three will be better, but they never really explained why Q is dying. He just says goodbye. And it's not really explained. Uh, it's really poor, lazy writing. I guess it's just a lazy way of writing the character off. And, you know, he lost his powers before, but then he gets them back and he's able to send them back to the future. And mm -hmm. Captain Rios stays in the past, thus contaminating the timeline. It makes no sense. Um, he was the freaking captain of the new Stargazer. Why would you want to stay in the 21st century? The 21st century is crappy compared to that, to the 20, early 25th century. I would love to be in the future and have uh, food replicators and have all that technology and be able to travel, inter have interstellar travel and, and the advanced medical technology instead of living in America in the 21st century where you're not even sure if you can get proper health care because everything is too expensive here. Mm. But So that made no sense to me uh, from a character motive point of view. 
and um, there was no explanation of why Q was dying. He just like, goodbye, I'm dying. Snap, you, I got my powers back. Now I can sing you back. It, it, it made no sense. There was no explanation of that. It was uh, pretty lazy writing, in my opinion, and pretty anticlimactic. I mean, yeah, it was it was a little bit sentimental and emotional because you're basically saying goodbye to the character of Q, but it made no sense to me. What's your opinion yeah. of that? Oh, uh, yeah, you know, uh, they could have explained a little bit more, but I guess they wanted to keep it, I don't know, the writers didn't know too much, and I guess there's only so much you can tell in 10 episodes. Well, yeah, and it feels lacking because you can tell the difference between syndicated television and streaming. Streaming, you're going to have an incredibly small audience, and you're not going to have the budget to do proper story development, proper special effects, or, or enough episodes to really flesh out a good story. And it shows. Mm -hmm. It definitely shows. It definitely, you know, it definitely feels like a low budget production. Uh, I mean, that's the whole point of why the whole entire second season took place in the 21st century, because they were like, hey, we'll just make it where they time travel and they have to do this thing in the 21st century to find Picard's ancestor, because that'll save money. and We can just use contemporary clothing and we won't need special effects. Yeah. Okay. Well, hey, did you cry when when Q said goodbye to Picard? When they said goodbye, and they I, did, I didn't other? cry. Did you cry? It was very emotional. I I almost cried. It was so emotional. It was it was sad. I would say that well, that scene was emotionally moving because it's basically goodbye to the character of Q. I mean, the title of the episode was farewell, so I did have mixed feelings about it. There were some elements that I liked about it. Uh, I just would have liked a better explanation of why was he dying. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. They never explained anything, and it's just lazy writing. But I mean, it's possible they could they could explain it in like the future of Star Trek. Like you know, I, I did hear. I don't something. know if that's ever going to happen because, I, from what I understand, season three has already been filmed. And oh, I also didn't like the board queen. That was just hokey. She looked weird when she took her. Yeah. Her new, helmet off. Yeah. The, the murder new, doc, the murder yeah. doctor board queen. She's a good guy now. I mean, how does Admiral Picard? I know he's an admiral and he has, you know, a notable following at Starfleet, but he's not in charge of Starfleet. He's you know, he's he's an admiral, but he's not in charge of the Federation. He's not the Federation president. He doesn't have the ability to negotiate. Okay, I'm just gonna make you a provisional member of the Federation. Uh you know, it doesn't make any sense that the board was good now and their provisional membership of the Federation, that, that was all hokey and, and just really stupid. So I did like the goodbye with Q. That was very emotional. Um, you know, and he hugged Picard. That was very emotional. And you could tell that Q loved Picard. You viewed Picard as like a friend. And, you know... And he was dying, and uh, that was his goodbye. But there was—I wish there would have been an explanation of the dying. They really—they should have never done a Borg subplot in season two because it was just hokey as hell and made no freaking sense. And Doctor Girardi, I guess she's now the Borg queen. Yeah, she's the brand. But she's a Borg good guy, even though she murdered 
Dr. Maddox in the first season. I, it's just, it's, it's a bunch of hogwash. But yeah, we got, we got six minutes left. Uh, you know, any, I, I, uh, I, I was going to move on to the next review. I wanted wait, to talk okay. about Strange New Worlds. But wait, first of all, I want to say one, episode what? one. I, I'm pretty okay. much wrap on that because we only got six minutes. Okay. L- last thoughts before we move on to Strange New Worlds. What's going right. on? Like, I thought it was very interesting where, like, you know, a, a trans war pub was created and they said, oh, who created it? And they're like, well, that answer remains elusive. Yeah, but it, it just seems hot. hokey. I mean, they had, you know, in Star Trek Voyager, they destroyed the trans war pub. So it yeah, makes no it sense. Tied. There's no continuity. It makes no sense. I don't like the murder doctor as the board queen. Makes mm-hmm. no sense. It was just stupid. But um, they said it is tied. On the other side of that transport pub, there is a new threat coming to the quadrant. So like new whatever, threat. whatever. Yeah. You know, I'm two seasons of crap. Oh, oh awesome. What do you think about Will Wheaton coming back? Dude, you gotta love that. Oh, you know that was kind of hokey as well because he had rejoined Starfleet and Star Trek Nemesis. He had a cameo in Nemesis. There yeah, was no explanation. They just insert him in there. It felt out of place, out of character. I mean, yeah, they were building up at the end of Next Generation when it was still on television that uh, that he was a traveler. But then they brought him back for a cameo in Nemesis, and there was a whole deleted scene on the extras on the DVD or even had like a couple of lines of dialogue and he had rejoined the Federation. So it made no sense. It just, they're going hokey again, out of character, out of place. I don't know. And it was just kind of goofy. Yeah, and where did they go? After but, he recruited. Were they yeah. Going? I, I want to, we only got about four minutes left. Let's, let's move on. The right. uh, season two was crap. The season finale was crap. I mean, it was a little bit emotional. Because you get to see good, say goodbye to the character. Um, you get to say goodbye to the character of Q, but there was no explanation. Overall, on a scale of one to ten, I would give the episode a four. Anyway, moving on to Strange New Worlds. We only got like four minutes, so we're going to have to make it really quick. It's, I need to flesh this out. You know, I don't want to uh, go too much. Into a dead end. Did you see Strange New Worlds episode one? Yes, I did. What and, did you uh, think of it? I liked it. Well, I liked it. I, I yeah, it's, it, it was really good the way they did the first episode, and at the end they got a new member of the Federation. It's really great, and um, you know, um, and finally we get to see World War Three. They showed the aliens how, how World War Three happened, and um, well, that was on an alien planet. Yeah, they showed they, they showed, you know it was it was scary, dude. Doesn't that scare you when you saw World War Three happen on Earth? Didn't that scare you? Didn't you think that could, that can happen here? Well, I'll just uh, you know if World War Three happens, I'll go to Taco Bell and I'll look for dogs to eat because yeah. you know Chihuahuas are fast food in the apocalypse and after he, all. And you know what? Riker did say 600 million dead in World War Three. Come on, six, 600. No, there's got to be at least a billion. I mean, you, you think, well, it depends uh, on the extent of World War Three, uh, like how many nuclear weapons they use. They use small yield nukes or large yield nukes. You know, if you used only a bunch of tactical nukes, then that could still wreak havoc and devastation. Um, but um, 
it's hard to say. They were kind of vague about World War III, and understandably so. But, yeah, I liked, you know, Captain Pike. He seems like Captain Pike. I didn't like that they just artificially inserted a her in there, because in the original Star Trek, a her was not a member of Captain Pike's team. And, mm-hmm. yeah, Spock was it. there. Number one was there. And then Nurse Chapel was not a member of Captain Pike's team as well. So they changed up a lot and retconned a few things. Uh, the the girl who plays a her doesn't look like a her, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But, oh, uh, and also you have that, uh, that girl who's a security officer who is related to Khan, which makes yeah, no sense. Yeah, uh, so I'm a little worried that they're going to go back into this uh, continuity error. The episode was kind of okay. Uh, it wasn't great. Um, I didn't really feel like the the alien civilization that they beamed down to to help prevent them from having World War a uh, World War was very well fleshed out. Um, and the CGI with the way they changed the. Um, their aesthetics to look alien looked really fake. I didn't really like the CGI. They just should have stuck with makeup. But they, mm-hmm. you know, the CGI looked kind of fake. Um, but yeah, it has potential. Uh, they were there were elements of it that I liked, and there were elements that I thought were kind of mediocre. Overall, I would give um, Strange New Worlds season one, episode one. I would give it a six on a scale of one to ten. Yeah. So hopefully it'll get better as time goes on. They have uh, five years. There's five years between Strange New Worlds and TOS. They have they have five years to tie it into TOS, and I hope they find a way to do it. Well, you know? I mean, and this is all probably different alternate universe Kelvin timeline anyway, so it's none of it's going to make sense. But they keep because on it's Alice Kurtzman. Of course, it's not going to make sense. But, but we're out of time. On, we're out of time, oh, my friend. We're right. at a half hour. But they keep on insisting. No, We're out of time. Is, we got to wrap up. We're out of time. Universe. We're out of time. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us. This is the world is a mess, and I just went to Steampunk it, episode 61, May the 7th, 2022. You have a nice day, and I will see you 25 billion years of will. <laughs>